0: Thistle is a second chapter of Philippians, verses 5 through 11. Your attitude should be the same as that of Christ Jesus, who, being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be grasped, but made himself nothing, taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness. And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to death, even death on a cross. Therefore, God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. This is the word of the Lord. Well, grace and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. His name was Dave Irby. Dave Irby called me on the phone from California, and I was in Dallas, and he introduced himself as the new head soccer coach for Concordia University in Irvine, California. And he started to tell me about a new team that he was putting together, and he started talking about some of the principles that this team was going to be based upon, and he asked me if I wanted to be a part of it. He said it was going to be A team that was built around being physically fit and it was going to be a team that was built around the basics of soccer just knowing how to dribble and and how to control the ball it was going to use some some uh strategy in in teaching the team how to know the the ins and outs of some of the intricacies intricacies of the game and then finally it was going to be a team effort everybody was going to have to play together and he asked me a little bit about my history in soccer, and he offered me some scholarship money, and he said, what do you think? Do you want to be a part of this team? And I said, sure, let's do it. Well, he was serious about what he was talking about. The first day of practice, we had a five-mile run, and he said, when you get to practice, I don't want you messing around and goofing off with your friends. I want you to circle up, and I want you to play keep away. I want you to Get one ball and one guy in the middle and then circle up in groups of five or six and play keep away. Work on your ball skills. And he taught us how to lay the ball back, not always going forward, and how to play it out to the sides and then move it into the middle as you get closer to the goal. And and through all of these strategies, through all of these ways of the soccer team he was teaching us, we became a pretty good team. We went from a losing team to a winning team. I tell you that story today. Because in Jesus' arrival into Jerusalem, on what we call Holy Week, Jesus brought the ways of the kingdom of God. And he introduces those ways to the people of God. And he calls us as his people and he says, are you in? Is this what you want to be a part of? And he shows us the ways of the kingdom of God. And interestingly enough, as Pastor Luther said, There's going to be a donkey that kind of guides us on the way today. The the story of the donkey is, is one, I think, that's going to maybe help us understand the ways of the kingdom of God. And the first thing that we learn about the ways of the kingdom of God on this Palm Sunday, as Jesus rides into town, is that the ways of the kingdom of God are the ways of the word of God it is the word of god that the kingdom the, the kingdom of god is built upon it is the foundation it is built upon the word of god and we see that because as jesus rides into jerusalem he fulfills the word of god from Zechariah 9. we just heard that read that behold jerusalem your king comes riding on a donkey jesus is fulfilling over and over the Old Testament scriptures. Jesus is not only fulfilling the word of God, Jesus is the very word of God, riding into town, and it is this word of God that will be the fuel for the kingdom. It is is what we consume. It is what we, we want to be more a part of. You'll receive that word of God made flesh in the bread later on in Holy Communion. It is the word of God that our our foundation is built upon. I I love the connections that Jesus is making to the Old Testament. There's so many images that come to mind. When King David commanded that all of the bread that would be brought into town into Jerusalem must be carried into town on a donkey. The food that the people would consume would come into town on a donkey, and Jesus himself said that he, he was the bread of life. He is what we receive to be nourished in our faith. He is the very essence of our faith, the bread of life. Come to us. Coming into town on that first Palm Sunday, the bread of life, the one born in the town called the House of Bread. That's what Bethlehem means. So, the ways of the kingdom of God are first built upon the Word of God. Secondly, we see that the, the ways of God come in humility. It is through humble means that Jesus introduces the kingdom, and, and this is not what we expect. This is, this is not the kind of kingdom that, that we as human beings want. If you remember from last week's gospel reading, James and John, they say, Jesus, when your kingdom comes, we want to be seated at your right and at your left. We want to be right there with all the, all the power. We want to be in the, in the great seats right next to you. And Jesus said, you don't know what you're asking. And at another time, Jesus said, my kingdom is not of the ways of this world. My kingdom is not of this world. It's, it comes from a different place. Jesus' power comes from above. And so he rides into town humbly on a donkey. As Luther, Pastor Luther said in the children's message, we want a king that rides in on a white stallion, you know, with a a sword and he's bringing power, but that's not the kind of kingdom Jesus came to bring. As we heard in our epistle lesson today, Jesus, it says that the king of, the son of man did not come to, to be served, but to serve. And we see that over and over that example that Jesus gives of being a servant. In just a few days, he's going to humbly wash his disciples' feet, giving them the example of what it means to be a part of the kingdom of God, putting others first and not ourselves. The third thing that we see in the kingdom of God from our reading today is that the kingdom of God is about the stuff of this earth. It's about simple things and, and it comes to us here now in real and concrete ways, but it will come even more in the next earth. But until then, there are very real things that Jesus wants us to be concerned about. Jesus came in the flesh, he didn't come just as a spirit or just announcing from heaven the kingdom of God. No, he came in matter, in stuff. And when God created us, he created us out of simple stuff, out of mud as he formed Adam. We are to be concerned about the stuff here and now. Jesus went around healing people, physically touching them and healing them because God cares about us right now. He doesn't like the effects of sin and brokenness and death that is here. That's why Jesus rode into town to overcome the effects of sin and death. So he came in simple stuff. And the donkey is an easy example of that. The lowest of the beasts of burden. In in Hebrew, it's interesting. The three letters that make up the word matter or just basic physical stuff is kamor. And the same three letters make up the word for the donkey, Comer. It is the simplest of ways that Jesus came, humbly born in a manger. But he comes to us in the flesh to demonstrate God cares about us now, and he wants us to be the same, to care about the physical needs of people even here and now. So the kingdom of God is about now, but also what is to come. Finally, the fourth thing we see about the kingdom of God is that it brings redemption. In the important role, the donkey, first of all, in the story of Abraham plays an important role. If you remember Abraham and his only son Isaac when God had promised that through Isaac he would make Abraham into a great nation. And through him, all people would be blessed. And so God instructs Abraham to take Isaac, his only son, and take him to be sacrificed. And if you look at the characters of that story, you see a father taking his only son with the donkey and the means of sacrifice, some wood, as they go to a hill that the father, the heavenly father had told Abraham to take him to. And In this story of Palm Sunday, we see Jesus, the only son, listening to the will of the Father, riding a donkey, going to the very same hill that Abraham went to. You see, the donkey played an important role in the, in the redemptive history of Israel. As God called Moses to go and redeem his people from Egypt, immediately it says that Moses saddled up his donkey and took his stuff and went to bring redemption. And finally, the probably the pinnacle of the, the Jewish nation of Israel was under King David. And they, they saw the, the power of God through the, the reign of King David. And when King David was coronated, he rode into town on a donkey. What we see here is that God is a God of redemption a God of bringing back and and a God of of making right what is wrong. Jesus is riding into town on a donkey to bring that same redemption, but not just for the people of Israel, for all people. So what does this mean for us? What do these four points have to do with us today? Well, God is, is calling us now and he's saying Are you ready? Do you want to be a part of this team? Are you ready to to understand that that God wants us to be a part of this kingdom with these same principles? First of all, we need to be people of the Word. We need to understand that it is the Word of God that sustains us, that, that gives us the ability to believe. It gives us faith as the Holy Spirit comes through that Word, through its preaching and teaching. We need to be people who consume the word of God, who find our very being and essence in what Jesus Christ has done for us, the word made flesh. And we need to be people of humility. We need to be people who, who look out for others. As Jesus gave us the example that we don't think of ourselves as better than someone else, but we reach out with the gospel, that we, we, we share that same love and compassion that Jesus Showed to us. And thirdly, that we care about the stuff around us. That we don't just live with an eye towards heaven about what's going to come, but no, we just even now, we care about the people around us. Not just the people on the other side of the earth or, or just the people downtown, or, but we care about the people in our families. We care about our neighbors right next door. It's one of the dangers of having a, um, a, a mission outreach that, that goes overseas or, or even doing things downtown, which is great. We have a downtown campus, and that's awesome. We're doing things downtown. But it's easy for us to say, well, I'll do my, my mission work, and I'll do my service work over there, or I'll go downtown and do my work there, which is great. But we miss the point of being right where we are, and serving those around us, in our families, in our neighbors. And finally, we need to be about the work of redemption. We need to be about the work of telling others what Jesus Christ has done. As that crowd in in our gospel cried out, Lord, save us. We can say that's what he's done. Our God has come to redeem us, to make things right. And so as this this kingdom of God comes into our lives today. May we be people of joy as we celebrate the good news of what Jesus Christ has done. May it be evident in our lives. May other people look at us and see the light of Christ through our lives. And may God continue to bring that redemptive work in his kingdom through us, through his church, for our good, and for his glory. Amen.